Hi guys, I'm Jess. And I'm Heidi. And welcome to another episode of Betty Squared. Today we are looking at chapter 104, The Serpent Queen's Gambit, which is obviously a play on The Queen's Gambit on Netflix, that TV series, which I never watched. It's also, a, it's a chess move, move so it's a, oh. it's an opening chess move. But yes, it's probably more off of the show, but even though there's no correlation at all to that at all. Okay, so he, here is what I was going to say. I was like, I don't know anything about the Queen's Gambit, but... It's about chess. <laughs> I was about to say the picture has her like playing with a chess piece, so I'm like, I guess it's about chess, but... yeah. That makes sense now. I should have just Googled that before we recorded and I would have been like, oh, because it's like the moving chess pieces and the games and it's like, what movie is, to what move is Tony going to make first? So, okay, Riverdale, yes. I see what you did there. <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's, the, I don't think it's that deep at all. I don't, I don't really see it because the Queen's Gambit is based on a real person. Uh, so it's slightly like biographical. Um, a real, like, female chess prodigy, um, who had a really hard life and, you know, and how, like, her life kind of went. And, uh, so, I don't know. Doesn't really make too much sense. But I guess, I guess I, I see what you said, but, okay. <laughs> Loosely. I mean. Loose. Super loose. How many times? As ever. Right. I was going to say, how many times have I said now, I'm not even looking it up on IMDb anymore because there is not really a connection like we saw with like the first season or any season other than this season. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What did you think well, of this episode? I was about to say, I want to start off on a, on a good note. I enjoyed this episode. Okay. But... Only because, Heidi, I was so proud of myself. I worked out everything. I know what's going on now. Oh, okay. Like, you know how we're like, this is weird. They got these superpowers. And then what's going on with Percival? I've worked everything out. I had such an epiphany. And I was like, oh, okay. And now I'm good. Now I'm like, okay, now I've just got to wait for them to catch up to me. And the things that I've already worked out that's happening. Well Okay, so what's do you want to tell me what's happening? Because I don't know. Okay, I'm still pretty I'm, lost. I'm surprised you don't, because we got a very, very big clue about what is going on since this like weird explosion, parallel universe, superpowers. Okay. Oh my god, I'm so excited to share this with you, Heidi. I thought you'd be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna know. I know what you're talking about." Okay. All right. Wow. I mean, I, I did notice. I did notice two things, which I pointed out that there were two, like at least two, if not more. Really, no, there was like technically three, I guess, but big like parallels, like shot for shot, like same scenes going on, like. First one being the uh, the wellness check scene with Tony and the social mm -hmm. worker. Mm -hmm. Second being the like mafia guys in that room. But that was the weird thing about it is that the first one was to the five episode event alternate universe right. River Vale. Second one was to Hiram's episode. So they both weren't to 
Like the okay, you she's smiling and looking at me like I'm an idiot. No, 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 no. It's just it's so funny because I actually didn't write any notes bar oh. just a couple this episode because the second I saw this, I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to take any notes because I know what's going on now. Okay, so what's going on? I'll I'll shut up. Okay. I need to know. So we were introduced to those five episodes as something separate. Yeah. I don't believe we have come away from that yet. I think... We're still in it. We're still in that parallel universe, whatever, call it whatever you will. We are not in the real Riverdale still. Okay. Tony, I believe that. Yeah, Tony getting that deja vu where even the the welfare worker was like, wait, what? Like, I just, what's going on, Tony? And she's like, oh, I just had deja vu. She didn't have deja vu. It's it's the real world seeping through. Mm. So maybe there's some kind of, like, repetition because just like in those five episode special things – each character was targeted. Okay. So we've, well, I mean, Archie, I feel like, is always being targeted. But this episode specifically was going after Tony. I would not be surprised if next episode it's after somebody else. And then the following episode it's after somebody else. I don't even think that TBK that Betty, like, lost like out of town. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that's TBK. I because I don't even think Glenn is dead. Like that's because what I'm this saying. Is still like alternate universe. Correct. Not real Riverdale. Correct. I still think that we are in some weird pocket universe gas leak. Something isn't right, which explains yeah. their superpowers. It also gives the writers the opportunity to explain away all these superpowers when we inevitably get to it. Yeah. Then what does Pickens have to do with it? He is just this, like, weird, like, demony or antagonist thing, just like in those five episodes. Mr. Cipher. Mr. Cipher, La Llorona, um, God, what other characters were there? I don't remember anymore. I don't remember either. I blocked it all out, I think. As much as I did like those episodes. Oh, the weird sacrificial thing of Archie, you know, the witches yeah. and stuff like that. We saw in those five episodes, one main character was kind of killed off as as we went. And now I see that same thing repeating. And then we got that little bleed through where Tony's like, oh, I had deja vu. Because we're still in this weird parallel or weird dreamlike state or they're all characters in Jughead's book or whatever because when they come to they're going to be like oh we had this crazy dream when we thought we had superpowers we're so silly we don't have superpowers (laughs) (laughs) I mean that would make sense it makes more sense than them all of a sudden having superpowers which doesn't make any sense at all it's just, I know I'm right about this. I know I am yeah. right. Like, I mean, makes, makes, like I said, it makes way more sense than any of the rest of it. 
So yes, I got so excited. And then the second time I watched this all through, I looked at it again with like a fine tooth comb and I am convinced I am right. Um, They either, no, they didn't die, but like they're not in Riverdale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're in some weird pocket. Dream or. Dream. Characters. Coma. Because, you know, maybe the explosion did go off and they're in a coma. But this season or these episodes are about to get written off. I can just feel it. Because yeah. they haven't yeah. really acknowledged this supernatural thing. And you and I have been going on and on and on about, like, if they acknowledge it, they have to say that these things existed and these things existed. We get a zombie episode. Sorry. <laughs> You're going to get your zombie episode and it's going to be great. <laughs> Crossing my fingers. But, yeah. I got so excited when this whole theory came together because not only does this potentially work, it also means that I might still be right about Glenn being TBK. Yes. Girl, if I am right, I we're going to have like a celebratory like... It has to be Glenn. It, it like has, it to, has be Glenn. to be It's not It makes that no guy. sense that it's that random dude. It makes no sense that it's that random dude. Yeah, so, I mean, I have a couple of other notes, but my first note is, oh my god, I know what's going on with, like, six exclamation marks. <laughs> nice. Uh, but I will say, I actually really enjoyed this episode. I, I enjoyed, like, I felt like I was getting somewhere with this episode, which all the last couple of episodes, I'm like, okay, this is just filler. Like, I need context as to what's going on. But I swear to God, I am right about this. And like, I need this. I need Glenn to be the trash bag killer. <laughs> yeah, it, it just doesn't make sense if it's anybody else. Because, yeah, it just <gasps> doesn't make, make any sense. Wait a minute. What? Betty has blinding migraines. Is that because she's in a coma? Because she has head trauma? Oh, oh my God. Jess, you're so amazing. Oh, my God. I'm just like... <laughs> I'm also talking to myself in the third person. Jess. <laughs> I mean, that, it's just when you're that confident, you know? It's, just, it's a sign Heidi, of confidence. It's not confidence. I just really need this. I really <laughs> Please, need Please, just this. give me this win. Please, because this makes no effing sense at all. No, it really doesn't. And I'm I'm with you. I'm 100% behind you. I agree. I, I'm on the boat. You know, my thought when, you know, the, um, the Tony parallel thing happened and she's like deja vu moment or whatever, I was like, maybe Tony's getting a power and she can like see... You know, things like that. But I think your thing makes, makes way more sense because it didn't seem like – because with the power things, those, like, just happened so, like, quickly. Like, it was like, and you have a power. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't – the only one that, like, took a little bit of time was, like, Jug. But when it, like, happened, it happened, you know? Right. So I don't think that that's the case. But, yeah. Interesting. I agree. I'm on I'm I'm on your side 100%. I'm – yeah. I'm with you 100 on all of it. I just need it to happen now. <laughs> yeah, it just has to. Ha- well, and we'll see how long it takes, and like, when is this reveal going to happen? When's the mid? It's probably going to be the mid-season finale. Do you know when the mid-season is? I don't even know how many more episodes we have in this like stretch. The one thing that's still a question is just like, what's with Pickens? What 
Is the point of him? Like, that's my big question. <gasps> what? What if in this, if we're thinking that this is a dream or this is a different universe or, you know, whatever. What if Pickens is, no. T uh, TBK. But he's, he's not. No. It'd be just too much. It'd be it, too much. It, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't put it past River to Hill, but I just. I could I, see Pickens if, it, if, if they're going full, like, alternate universe, like, still, like, crazy you know, five episode event sort of thing. I could, I could honestly see Pickens being like an eternal being, like being like right. the original Pickens from back in the day. Like they're going right. to find a portrait from back then and he's his own and ancestor and it looks just like him, but with a beard or something. Yeah. Like, I could 100% see that. Like, I think that that's probably what's going to happen. Like the photo is in black and white and everyone's like, yeah. oh my gosh, it's it looks painting. like the exact same person. Yeah. Because he's it standing, is. Because it, cause it is. Yeah, I, I could see that. Well, we are at episode nine, and there's 22 episodes this season, so we're close. However, is the 22, does the 22 include the five that have already happened? Hold, please. Yes. Hmm. But here's the thing. I'm looking at... Um, the TV time app, you know, the one that I'm in love with because it just, like, tells me when to go watch stuff. Not an um, ad, but yes. <laughs> not an ad. Hey, TV time, if you guys are listening and you want to sponsor me, I am your biggest fan, like, legitimately. <laughs> uh, but even even looking at the layout, we've got Chapter 10 coming up, Chapter 11, Chapter 12, like, the dates that these are all airing. 13 and 14 they've all got air dates so mm. 15 at the moment episode 15 uh which would be chapter 110 that mm. does not have an air date yet so it's okay. likely that we're going to get everything between now which is nine to 14 within and the next within the sense. next month and then maybe a break. But again, TV time sometimes, is, like, they get their information from the networks and uh, websites and things like that. So if Nowhere Anywhere has promoted that episode 15 is going to drop on a certain day, TV time doesn't have it. So yeah, that might be our mid-season. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'll have to keep checking back because eventually they put in the dates. And when it's like 75 days, I'm like, oh, my God, mid-season break. But there is... Hiatus. Yeah, there's literally nothing. So hmm. here we are. I feel like we'll probably find out. I don't think this is going to be a full season long thing. That seems nuts. <sighs> but we'll see, I guess. Riverdale has done Stranger Things. But they're not Stranger Things. That's a different show. That is a different show. That that show has a <laughs> little bit more of a thought out storyline. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're also on completely different networks with completely different budgets. Yeah, there's a, there's a good many differences there, but There is. Um, but yeah, well, kick us off with your notes because like I said, I've got a few things um, but mostly that was what I wanted to come to this recording of Betty Squared with because I was so dang excited, Heidi, <laughs> and I had to wait so long to tell you. Oh, I know. I know. I, I apologize for that. But... No, you're fine. 
But yeah, no, very exciting stuff. I don't know. The beginning, my first couple notes are just about people's hypocrisy and um, the frustrating things about what people are doing because of Pickens' influence. But it's like, I guess I can't really hold them to that because it's not their fault. Like, they're being, like, manipulated by Pickens. Because in the beginning, we get that scene with Pickens and Frank and Archie. And it's just like, Frank, you literally would be dead without Archie. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. like, you do not invite someone you know that he hates into your home into archie's home it's not even your home you're living there because archie allows you to be also have it you killed people because you're a mercenary so shut up yeah you don't get a moral high ground it's not you don't know no they're Um, trying to make him frank fred oh sorry fred fred yeah they are and it just doesn't work although Fred wouldn't even fall for that guy's stuff. He would hate him as much as Archie does. Yeah. So, and Frank wouldn't. Fred, Fred would not have fallen for that. Oh, I miss him. I know. I in one him. of the scenes, in the scenes at the El Royale, they'll have the picture, the portrait of him on the wall yeah. in the background. And I'm always like, <laughs> miss. But, and then the other person who I was like annoyed with was Kevin, who was basically not there for the end of her pregnancy, like, to support her. Was not there for, like, the first few months of the baby's life. And now he's on this moral high ground about the baby being raised in a gang or whatever. It's like, you decided to have a baby with a woman who is a leader of a gang. I don't think you now get to be all upset about it. So you weren't there. This might be a little naive of me. Mm -hmm. When this all started, Mm -hmm. um... Kevin, Fangs, and Tony were a thruple. I don't know well, if that is the correct they, terminology. They, were, they weren't. A, they were just three people having a baby together. They weren't a thruple. Right. It was, it was a couple and her. It, I was going to say it was technically Fangs and Kevin, right? Yes. And then yeah. she was the oven, so to speak, to house well, their baby. Well, she also wanted a baby. Yeah. Right, right. Like it was a mutual like benefit they were to not everybody. Rom- they were platonically a thruple, I suppose. So, how does the law work? Now, I know this is Riverdale and they'll make up something, but how does the law work? Like, say say that ended up being Fangs' biological child. Like, Mm -hmm. Fangs was the one who helped Tony conceive rather than Kevin. As the maternal mother and potentially he would have no legal right to have that baby unless he adopted right. him right so so it I, seems like kevin is the father is actually the father is that like is that what you think because that's he, what it seems like because otherwise he would have no legal right to that baby but he all. stepped away from that baby he went to go to broadway to leave yeah that child like i'm sorry you gave up your rights to that child you can't now be like oh whoops i'm staying so i guess i'll have this baby in my life yeah also the fact that either of them are talking or allowing him to babysit the baby yeah after what he did to them by just like up and up and abandoning like sorry you changed your mind about being a parent well she's pregnant she has to wait it out. There's nothing she can do. So, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's tricky because I'm. Oh, I feel like they're doing with Kevin what they did with Alice. What they're still doing with Alice is 
you know, they well, just have no idea. Well, because he's under the influence of Pickens. Right. So everything he's doing right, everything he's doing right now, everything Frank's doing right now, it's just like he's under the influence of Pickens. So it doesn't matter. Can't say for sure if Alice is, because like I said, I would not be surprised if she wasn't under Pickens' no, I, influence. I think she is. I would She's, not be surprised if she wasn't. <laughs> she is very impressionable. That's true. That's true. But so much so where she probably doesn't need his magic on her. You know what I mean? Like, he just needs to say it and she'll probably just do it. And it he doesn't need to use superpowers. But then leads to a question I have, which is if he can, you know, use some sort of power to influence people, why doesn't he just do that on Tony? Why doesn't he just do that on, um, oh my gosh, what's her name? Tabitha? Tabitha. That I could not think of it for a second. Um, Tabitha, why, obviously we, like, can assume that he probably can't do it on Jughead, Archie, and Betty because they have powers is kind of my reasoning behind that. But right. why can't he do it on those guys? And Fangs. Oh, because he wants to cause a ruckus. Yeah. I guess. He just wants to make his own life harder. Oh, Lord have mercy. It's that the TV show needs to have uh, tension, and there needs to be, you some, know. Some drama. Some drama, so. Drama, but drama, yeah. red pajama. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I, I I don't know. I worked a 13-hour hosting gig yesterday. My brain is... Oh, yeah, it was with children, too. Oh, wow. Yeah, three shows back-to-back, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. It was was rough. That's rough. Yeah. That's really rough. Anyway. Anyway. My next note... Oh, can I... No, you go ahead. Can I comment on Tabitha? Yeah. Because something weird was going on with her hair this episode. They've been, they've been like, moving her around in different wigs. They've been, like, putting her in different wigs this season, and some of they them do not work. Good. Yeah, she needs a better wig person. Yeah, that... I'd love to see her natural hair. I, I'm pretty sure we've We do seen, see it sometimes. Yeah, her natural hair, but... Oh, gosh, this wig they put on her. The, there was something in the front of her face. Yeah, can it we looked... get her a... Can we get her lace front, please? Yeah, or just something that didn't look like that. It looked awful. And mm-hmm. she's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's really doing her a disservice. It really was. Like, that was the first thing I noticed. I was just like, whoa, her hair. Yeah. Putting her in bed, bed wigs. I don't see why. Yeah. Okay, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I fully agree. I saw it too. Um, my next note was just Abigail taking a buttermilk bath is heinous and amazing. <laughs> oh, no, I was so <laughs> done with bath. this. She was like, oh, no, I was taking a buttermilk buttermilk bath so it couldn't be interrupted. Bitch, just Can say you, you were in the bathroom. No one freaking cares it was a buttermilk bath. Which but okay, let's so think bad. about it for a second. Do you warm the buttermilk? That's so da- that's so like not dangerous. It's difficult to do. You have to be careful when you're when you're heating milk because you don't want it to burn. And it's buttermilk on top of that, which has chunks. I think it's it was also meant like, to sound like really fancy, but it didn't. Sounds disgusting. <laughs> it sure also, like did. buttermilk by your like hoo ha. I don't know if I want that near there. Oh. That's going to throw off some pH for sure. Because 
Ugh. It's got bacteria in it because it's... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, because it's cultured. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe she just, like, <sighs> leant over the bathtub and just, like, soaked the upper half of her body. Just Maybe. did a dunk? <laughs> Like she's got like Britta just walks in and Cheryl's got like her ass facing just the ass ceiling, up, face in the tub. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh god, I didn't think about that, but yeah, I did think it was very pretentious to say a buttermilk bath. But here's the thing: isn't there? It sounds there some... fancy, but it's heinous when you think about it. Yeah, but wasn't there some supermodel or actress or something? from back in the day that used to take milk baths well milk baths are a thing like a milk bath where you like pour some milk it's good for like your skin and especially like but that's still culture you... that's going up your hoo-hoo that's true it's i feel like it's usually like for like if you have like um chicken pox or something like if you have like itchy like if you have itchy skin like it's good for that but yeah well I'm regular literally... milk isn't as cultured as like buttermilk like that's that's really like cultured yeah i'm literally googling is it bad to take milk <laughs> baths i really want to put it in like is it bad for your hoo-hoo but i just know that a whole bunch of stuff that i don't, don't ever want to know yeah oh here we go Milk baths are not safe for everyone. Avoid them if you have sensitive skin. The lactic acid in the milk may irritate it. Also avoid milk baths if you have a high fever. You know what's you know what's supposed to be really, really good for your skin? What? Oh, milk. Oh, okay. I thought okay. <laughs> I thought That's supposed to be real good. I thought you were going to say some other bodily fluid, and I'm very, very glad you didn't because... Why would I say that? Because people say that. And for those of you who have no idea what we're talking about, don't you worry your pretty little faces. That's straight up bullshit. Yeah, it is. I've heard someone say that, like, pee is good for your skin, like, a little bit. I would more believe that than I would believe that other thing. That's BS. That's just because men want to put it on your face. And I'll say it. Oh, God. I'll say it. (laughs) I'll say it. This is going to need an X rating for this episode. (laughs) Gross. You brought that one up. It's very funny that we have talked about breast milk and buttermilk because on this website, it's a verywellhealth.com. I have no idea if it's reputable. Buttermilk, it says buttermilk has more lactic acid than other milks, so in theory, it's a better exfoliator. Again, there's little research to back this up, but a buttermilk buttermilk bath sounds fancy. The website literally says that. Yeah, it does sound fancy. Then breast milk But also think of the smell of buttermilk. Like, you would smell awful. Yeah, you sure would. Breast milk baths aren't very common except among nursing mothers. Instead of take a lot. Right. Instead of quote pumping and dumping, unneeded breast milk can be used in a bath for either mom or baby. There's conflicting evidence that breast milk does anything for the skin when applied topically. I just had a thought. Can I share it with you? Oh God, I'm so scared about what you're gonna say. No, Heidi. it's not. It's not that gross. It's not that gross. So my sister, the most 
everything I know about pregnancy, not everything, but the most knowledge I know about, firsthand knowledge I know about pregnancy and breastfeeding comes from, you know, observing my sister as she has had two children so far. And, you know, she is a crazy pumper. Like, she saves up all the milk. Like, she has, she bought a separate freezer to, like, house the breast milk when she was breastfeeding. And, you know, in it, you have the little, like, pouches of each of the, like, little daily dose of breast milk or whatever. And I just thought of those. And then I thought of the, like, really trendy thing right now of, like, getting those little, um, like, individual, like, spherical uh, ice cube things that people get. And then they take off the top part and then they roll, they do, like, ice rollers on their face, like, for, like, facial, facials and stuff like that. What if you did that with breast milk? (laughs) That's a facial roller. Nope. Uh, I could totally see hippy dippy people doing that, and more power to you, honestly. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Just like with my Johnson and Johnson's like baby shampoo, like baby, I'm, shampoo. baby shampoo is so nice. It's so That's nice so and random. like. Well, it it's really good for your hair. Like if I have very very dry hair, so it's it's particularly oily. So yeah, that helps. But um, yeah, I'm not about to go wash that off in a bath. I'm I'm quite no, I'm okay. Good. Anyway, to move away from milks. In yes, general. please, because now I'm starting to feel really not good. <laughs> um. So another funny thing of Abigail in that in that same scene is you know she's speaking with um the you know main three and uh they're trying to see if Pickens has you know, had influence on her to see if that's why she's acting kind of weird. And they say, like, someone says something about something and she says, uh, spoken like a real villain. I just thought it was so, and more hypocrisy of this episode, like, more, like, irony in this episode, because she says that while she's wearing a mock neck black leather mm-hmm. suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, black leather bodysuit. And I'm like... I don't think it was leather. I think that was, like, latex. Like a pleather. Oh, no, yeah. It, like, it might have been just, like, latex. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But I was like, as as you look... And also, the some of the fashion of Abigail makes sense. Like, when she's wearing, like, that... She wore one specifically when she was speaking with Tony. She had this, like, black top that had these, like, insanely big sleeves. And then, like, this black kind of mesh. And then you could see, like, red underneath. And... With the big sleeves and things like that, and then she's wearing, like, a little skirt. I was like, okay, that outfit makes sense for, like, Abigail, you know, who lived in the past, coming to modern times. That makes sense. Right. Other outfits, like, where she's wearing just, like, a latex mock neck black suit, I'm like, that doesn't make sense to me for her to wear. Like, I don't think they, the, the fashions that she's been wearing are definitely, like, like outside of Cheryl's norm, like a little bit more than Cheryl would do, but like it's not like leaning towards the past, except for those like big shouldery things. I'm like I don't really see that. Like I understand she wouldn't be wearing like those dresses from back then, but like I feel like she would have like the influence of the past would have more influence on her attire. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it does seem weird because she's kind of like. She's kind of trying to be Cheryl. Like a little bit. But she's like not acting like Cheryl in the slightest. <laughs> so I, yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know why they're choosing to dress her as 
Cheryl rather than Abigail. Like, I think it would have been a bolder choice to see her in, like, classic old style. Like, just, like, a longer skirts and, like, I don't know. Like, a different silhouette. It would have been cool. But... Yeah, because I think that would have given some more idea to everybody else that something was up with Cheryl. Like, Cheryl, what are you wearing? Since when do you wear a dress that, you know, goes past your knee or something like that? You know what I mean? Legit. Uh, But again, and what I also hate is that they're really, they really took away from the fact that, like, I enjoyed Abigail's storyline when we saw her in those five episode whatever. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely took away from it. It's it's a bummer to like just fully turn her into this vengeful villain. Like it's a bummer. But I don't know. I did think it was pretty smart to get to Jug and Arch through food. That was on point. That was exactly the right move to if you want to kill Jughead and Archie, yeah, poison their food. On a regular day, she would have succeeded. <laughs> so strange. So it was, strange. It was just like, yeah, that was exactly how you would take those guys out. Yeah, that totally makes sense. I, mm, you didn't like it. No, I didn't. I mean, it's hard to fault this episode because I did like it. But again, not based on what I saw. Based on like the the theory and me going, oh, I think I got this. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, looking at my notes. Uh, Fangs is straight up stupid. That's my note. Why would you have... <gasps> oh, because he's an idiot. ...military-grade weapons in your home with your baby. You're a straight up idiot. And also, all of his argument against Tony is stupid. Like, the there's nothing really about the serpents that needs to change if you just change your, like name and it totally fits she even said it in like the best way what if we shed our skin and you're snakes like that what if we what if we start to change a little bit and it really doesn't have to change anything that they're actually doing because like they're not generally doing nefarious deeds right Right. anymore like that's they were truckers they weren't even a thing for a while like while at the beginning of like this flash forward like they were like not even doing anything so (laughs) all of his like being like up against her and stuff was just straight up stupid and frustrating and just like shut up (laughs) but like him bringing all those guns in like stupid the dumbest the absolute fucking dumbest anyway here we are another episode of riverdale yeah um Um, i do have a a, the baby anthony counter but i i really want to wait because that one... Yeah, I have a couple more. I have a couple more notes. Um, well, I was going to the... say, on the Tony... Not on the Tony thing. On the Tony and Fangs thing. Uh, I thought it was weird when the town was like, you know, the serpents and the ghoulies are at war. And she's like, what? Yeah. We're not at war. And she's like, I've been talking to Twyla about a ceasefire. A ceasefire means, means there's a war. you are at war, Tony. Like, so dumb. Yeah. Very dumb. 
um just next absolute one of the last few like last few absolutely insane things we got from abigail until the final huh. insane thing happened from abigail was <laughs> okay. that she dressed up as a ghoulie and she threw a molotov <gasps> cocktail at archie what was that about well, so when I did my rewatch, because I did do a rewatch of this one since there was a bit of a time gap, and I was like, I don't remember what happened. Um, so in my rewatch, she, in the scene previous, is trying to get blood from Tony, because, you know, that's that's also going on in the background of this episode. Don't forget, she wants to bring back Thomasina in Tony's body. That's a thing that's happening. Um, so when she, she didn't get very far Tony, with that. No, she didn't at all. She didn't get very far <laughs> with that at all. Thank goodness, though, that would have been sad um, on so many levels. Because reunited lovers, nice, but also at what cost? So right. sad. Um, but anyway. Um, but in that scene, she's talking to Tony, and Tony brings up that the ghoulies want to kill Archie. And she's like, tell me more about that. So that's where that came from. Because she was like, oh, I can try again to kill Archie and not have it come back to me. I'll just dress up as a ghoulie and pretend that because the ghoulies want to kill Archie anyway, it'll all make sense. But obviously she wasn't betting on him being invulnerable, <laughs> which he is now. But like, what was her reasoning behind that? Her dressing up as a ghoulie, what? Ooh, the ghoulies made her do it? Or no, she's a ghoulie she was gonna pretend. No, it, she, she didn't think anyone would know that she did it because they would just think it was a ghoulie. Oh, because who oh, the only witness baby. would be the only witness was Archie, <laughs> sweet baby, and he Angel. would be dead. She's so dumb. Well, like Abigail, when, not Cheryl. Well, I mean, if Archie could die, I mean, yeah, I guess it would have worked. But because when she when Betty goes to see her or whatever, when they go to um to kill her, basically kill her again, um, Betty's like the ghoulies killed Archie, you know cry 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 or whatever so that that was her plan that was dumb it was was (laughs) wait a minute why did i like this episode again no 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 i did i did enjoy it her (laughs) makeup looked badass just like everything else in riverdale don't overthink it you know gosh uh so for you guys listening uh during the week i sent i sent heidi what i thought was a very Mm. entertaining meme and it took me a minute to remember where this scene (laughs) happened and then I was like oh okay yeah 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 so the meme says never doubt yourself as a writer because no matter how bad you might think you are Riverdale will always be there to show you how it's much worse then down in the actual picture part of the meme uh is when Archie was in jail this is like OG, like when Hiram was out to get him and he's talking to somebody and this other guy goes, I dropped out of fourth grade to run drugs to support my Nana. And then Archie's response is, that means you haven't known the triumphs and defeats, the epics, the epic highs and lows of high school, high school football. I, I, I have to tell you, yeah, it's quite an old meme. Oh, no, is it? (laughs) Why didn't you stop me before I said it and embarrassed myself? I didn't know you were going to say anything. Well, we're talking about the writing and how it's... Oh, 
Okay, well, it was apparently I live under a rock. I always well, joke that I'm old. Well, for anyone else who but... also lives under a rock, they'll think it's very, very funny. They'll no, relate. get out from underneath my rock. It's my rock. I want to be here alone. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just leave. <laughs> okay. Well, I thought that was very funny. It is funny. funny. It is funny. I it's just been out might for a while. have missed it by like three or four years. Maybe. Yep. Cool. Like that. Great. Awesome. As as you were saying, Heidi. <laughs> Um, uh, what are my notes? I mean, we've, we've covered a lot of it. Um, yeah, Kevin's officially the father. Oh, Pickens isn't so good against modern technology, so that's funny. Um, when he's trying to get the, the, um, oh god, names are hard for me. The serpents all killed in that shoot up, in the turkey, turkey, whatever it was. Turkey shoot. Turkey shoot, which I looked up and it, it just means... That one side of a warring faction has an, adve- an advantage against the other. Okay, because I also was like, is this an American term? Because again, maybe for those of you just joining us for the first time, or maybe you're new and you couldn't tell from my accent. I tell. <laughs> I'm I'm from Australia, so a lot mm-hmm. of the terms um, or a lot of the references sometimes I'll just miss. And Heidi's like, oh my god, that was hysterical, and I'm like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Uh, but yeah, I just assumed it was like a term that Americans use when they go hunting. But okay, all right, nope. so it's it's like old timey. Or maybe hunters. Reference. I'm not a hunter, so. But right. yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, so one side has a higher advantage, a very like marginal advantage against the other. Right. Okay. But um but maybe there's more context to that because they very much were using it a lot <laughs> in that episode. But um but yeah, Pickens not so good against modern technology. Mm-hmm. And then what did you think about the ending of Abigail? I So I was never in love with the Abigail possessing Cheryl's body. I I liked her story. I loved it when we saw it in the Witching Hours, one of those um, five episode specials. Yeah. But <sighs> I thought you might like that the doll is legit haunted now because it was never haunted before, and right. now it's actually but, haunted. But now, like, I mean, that's just that's just the the Annabelle story. It's it's not new. It's actually kind of more like the Annabelle meets Robert story. I wonder if the writer was a fan because it's in its little sailor suit, which is what Robert the in doll wears. In the sailor wears. suit, in in the box. I even the, thought they were going to put up a tarot card. I, I was did like, too. They're going to put up a tarot card on there. I did too. But they didn't. Uh, for anybody that has no idea what we're talking about, go and Google Annabelle, like the real Annabelle, not the, not the movie version, and you'll see that it's a Raggedy Ann doll in a case uh, with a devil tarot card that it's sits. A, it's devil? It's the devil. <laughs> or death. Like... No, I'm sorry. It's the it's death. It's death. The it's death tarot card um, by the door like... handle. Well, it it's blessed and all of that, so I know, but like death isn't about like that's not what the death tarot card is even about. It's not about death. I didn't put it there, Heidi. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I just I don't understand why you would do this. Yes, <laughs> yes, me specifically. And then Robert the doll. Go and Google him. He is a haunted doll in Key West that is famously in a little um, sailor suit. Oh my God, Heidi. This is just for you. Do you want to see something insane right now? Yeah. So I'll, I'll try and describe this through 
for my listeners, but I have just set up a sound booth in my house. It's got, it's all nice and stuff, but I've got some old bits and pieces that were in this closet before I converted it that I've just pushed to the side. And if I reach down here, here is my Robert Ooh. the Doll replica oh from when I went to see him in Key West. Because she did do right that. Here. So, yeah, he's got his little sailor suit and everything. And if I dig a little further. Oh my God, no way. Here is oh, my ragged Why would you have those? No. <laughs> I don't know if you recognize this, Heidi. This was the gift that you guys all gave me at my bachelorette before I got married because you oh knew how God. much I loved Annabelle. So right now I'm holding up. She's probably about four feet tall. She's so big. A raggedy and doll that is dressed very similar, similarly, similarly. That's a hard word, um, as the the real Annabelle doll. And so they're both sitting here at my feet. Um, while I I'm not a big fan of dolls, to Wait, be honest. I've got another one. I, you you can't no. see this either. This is an Amish doll, and it has no face because the it has Amish no face. don't want to teach their kids like vanity. So they they have their dolls faceless, so then the children can imagine whatever face they like. If you haven't realized, I'm a That's little bit sweet. of a weirdo, and I like creepy dolls. <laughs> so welcome. But it's I very just... much the opposite of what I like, which is totally not creepy dolls. I really don't like creepy dolls. Well, I I love the fact that uh, we were talking about Robert the doll and Annabelle, and I was and like, they're right there. I was like, oh wait, I have both of those right here at my feet. It's like they were listening. <laughs> Okay, so bringing it back to the episode instead of my creepy doll collection. Instead of all the creepy dolls. It's funny. We don't have an Instagram for Betty Squared. If we did, I would have to put up all these photos of me in my little sound booth (laughs) with my Annabelle and my Robert the doll and my faceless Amish doll. Again, you guys can Google all of these and find them, but um, I apologize. I digress. (sighs) Did you have any more notes on this episode? You kind of haven't said if you liked it or not. I don't know. Here's the process that I went through when of watching it. So I watched it the first time. Fine. And then like, for some reason today, because I was like, it's been like a week longer than we would usually record. So there's been a little bit extra time. I was like, I don't want to watch this episode. Mm. <laughs> and I don't know why. I think I just wasn't in the mood to do it. But then once I, so I was like, I wish I like, hate watching watch it. This. I don't want to rewatch it. But then it, when I watched it, I was like, oh, yeah, this episode was fine. Like, it wasn't, yeah. it was then enjoyable to watch again. Like, it it wasn't, like, pulling teeth when I watched it again. So I think, I think it was just the, t- the time and having to rewatch it because I don't usually rewatch them. Like, having to, like, put this, like, thing onto it that it didn't deserve rightfully. So See, I think I- it was fine. I always watch it twice. Um, yeah. This episode I happened to watch live, and then you and I were like, cool, let's record on this day, and it didn't happen. But I rewatched it again, but normally I do that anyway just to act- – yeah. the first time I just sit and enjoy or not enjoy, and then the second time I, like, break it down and write my notes and things like that. So, yeah, I, I liked this. Like I said, I am incredibly excited to see if I'm right. God, I need one. It's been six yeah. years. I need a win. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be right on this one. I hope so. I just, I just yeah. felt like on we both got... counts. Well, I, I'm hoping at least. Well, actually, no. I'm really hoping both. I just, 
I just feel like that little glimpse we got of the the five episode special within this yeah. episode, I was like, that's the biggest clue that something's not right. Because yeah. these superpowers are being way too flippantly like talked about. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. Well, I would love if you would take a guess at the baby Anthony counter for this episode. Oh, I think the baby Anthony counter like tripled. It was so much. There was in one like monologue that Betty had, she said it at least twice, if not three times. So I'll let you know that like, at the moment, so many. we are at a total of three for 2022. That is excluding yeah. the five episodes. I feel like we're up to 10 now. So there was like at least seven in this episode. If not more, because it was so much. All right, I need a final number from you, Heidi. I'm going to say 10. I'm going to say 10. That the feels comfy. The total was 13 this episode. Just in this episode. Oh, my God. Just, so we're at 16. We are at a total of 16 oh baby God. Anthonys for 2022. They said it so much. They said it so much this episode. This episode was, was about dying. baby Anthony. I put a little check mark every time they said it. And that's why when we started recording, I was like, hang on one second. I had to oh. physically count all the little check marks. I didn't want yeah. to tell you what I was doing because then that's I so funny. felt like you would know that there was like a shit ton. Oh, no. There was, like I said, in that one like mono mini monologue from Betty when they're like trying to find him, she said it at least three times, like so many times. Agreed. Agreed. Insane. Well, wild. What would Betty do this episode? Oh, man. Betty would be medicating because she's having all those headaches. There's one part where she takes a pill and then drinks some water. And it's I don't know. Because she's in a coma and from the brain damage. She's in a coma because she has brain damage. Yeah, I, from I, the I fully agree. You know, she would uh, do her do her best to try and figure out what Pickens is up to, um, do her best to help find that baby, um, and then which they, baby? She would which which baby, Heidi? <laughs> baby Anthony. <laughs> and then <laughs> I hate it. And then she would she would uh, save her cousin from a unfortunate witchy uh, existence, and and save her soul and banish the person to a doll and that would be what she would do this episode. And then randomly put a wig on it. And then put a wig on it. Why was there why did they update the wig? Because it's weird. It's very clear that it's no longer Jason. It is not Jason. It's now Abigail. Abigail. This was update her outfit. No, and then they just put a little band aid on her face because it was broken? weird <laughs> i so love weird. this show it's so weird i love it my head hurts my, mine always does so this just <laughs> adds like a little sprinkle of some like a different kind of pain so yeah different different thing to focus on oh my goodness all right wow. friends well thanks for sticking with us through our weird milk bath and bodily <laughs> fluid conversation my creepy doll Let's collection that, that you can't see <laughs> we'll come back focused next time it's gonna be great sure yeah empty promises empty promises all right friends well we'll catch you next time for another episode of betty squared bye, bye.